0: This is David here from Team Powerhouse, Cobalt Banker. The Powercast Team Powerhouse coming to you live will be here Tuesday, July 13th. I'm very excited to share with you a good friend of mine from Pennsylvania, Brad Wiseman. He is with Platinum Realty, a good friend and very knowledgeable expert in the field. Uh, lots to tell you about today and what the market's doing, uh, hear about Pennsylvania compared to Connecticut. And uh, the first thing we're going to do, if you don't mind, is I'm going to put a big shout out to my best buddy, my son, Daniel Lamel. Happy 18th birthday. Very excited, uh, very proud of you. And uh, you know Brad pretty well yourself. Um,
1: <laughs> Happy birthday, Daniel.
0: And uh, in addition, we have our live spinning wheel for all of you who are subscribed to our Team PowerCast over here. And uh, we're going to do a spinning wheel to see who's going to get a very special new Tumblr. This is our first official uh, spinning wheel happening for you guys who've subscribed to our YouTube channel. Remember, go to YouTube, go to Team Powerhouse, and please subscribe. Watch us live on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, We are actually today live on Twitch. If you're on Twitch and watching us, please send us your comments, questions you have. Facebook. We want to answer your questions while we're talking over here. We're excited to have you as a part of the show. And uh, let me just uh, take it away to Brad right here in Pennsylvania. Brad, tell everybody where you're from, et cetera, please.
1: I'm in um, from this really, really far away state called Pennsylvania. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's actually a little bit below Connecticut. I've never been to Connecticut, so I can't say anything about Connecticut, but I hear it's a great place. And my good friend, David Lamell lives there with his family. And we just spent some time in Florida together, which was a great time. Uh, but I've been in real estate for 29 years, started in July of 1992, and um, never looked back since then.
0: That's a, a long time to be in the real estate market. And you've seen a lot of things that have happened in this many twenty you said twenty two years. Wow, twenty nine uh, years. Twenty nine.
1: I'm glad that you said twenty two. Makes me feel a lot younger. Thank well, you,
0: you definitely don't look old enough to be in the business twenty nine years. That's for sure. And the fact that you're still smiling in this business is uh, a lot to say. Uh, <laughs> especially, is. you're right. Especially what's been going on in the market over here today. Um, you know, we talk about the real estate market and what's been going on. Uh, In Connecticut here, it's pandemonium. Uh, How many homes are on the market in each town and counties? We're going to go over that together over here. Uh, Tell me about a little bit of Pennsylvania, please. Tell me about the areas and... What's
1: going yeah, on? I, I mean we're we're a suburb, we're a distant suburb of Philadelphia. So we're northwest of Philadelphia. We also what one of the things that's neat about Reading, Pennsylvania, and, and anybody that's ever played Monopoly and has seen a Reading Railroad on Monopoly, that is from Reading, Pennsylvania. That is um, interesting. Yeah, it's a little trivia there. Um, so what what we do or what's interesting about here is it takes us about two and a half hours to get to New York City. Takes us about an hour and 30 minutes to get to Philadelphia It takes about two hours to get to hour and 50 to get to Baltimore. So we're very uniquely located where we can hit three l- very large cities, um, you know, on the East Coast here uh, within within two hours, you know, you, on, on all of them.
0: That opens up a category for you, by the way, for people who are moving from New York. Yes. They should reach out to you, as a matter of fact. There's another opportunity. just got one today.
1: Just got yeah. a call today. guy coming from New York City. I gave it to one of my uh, buyer um, representatives and 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 said she's going to run with it because I'm not going to be around this weekend. Uh, but, you know, yes, we're, we're starting to see that happen. It happened before, too. It happened back in 2000s. Actually, I know I lie. When it happened before, it was 9-11. <laughs> It was in oh, wow. t- 2001. Uh, we saw a lot of people moving out of the city just because they were um, a little fearful of, of being there. Right. And, um, you know, so here we're seeing it again. And I think what, what's happening now, this is a little different. We're seeing people come from the cities because they can live here and work from home at a much lower cost of living than being in one of the larger cities that's around us. So that's it, it's that's a unique it. situation
0: here. Definitely understatement on that one for sure. The cost of living in New York is bananas. Hi. Um, they actually, someone who makes hundred thousand dollars in New York, they're in poverty, right? It's, isn't that crazy? It's absolutely crazy. They come yeah. to Connecticut, they come to Pennsylvania. They are at least in the middle class and maybe even above depending what town they move into.
1: Absolutely. Um, yeah. If you're, if you're hundred thousand here in our area is, is actually good. It's a good income. Um, I mean, yeah. it really is.
0: So let's talk about, um, what kind of counties are you working in over there in, uh, Pensil- and, uh, tell me the name of the town again, you're from and where your office uh, is located. Yeah, I mean,
1: Reading is the, is the the uh, city that's near us. I mean, it's it's a city of population maybe ninety thousand people. Um, I live outside of that city, uh, in the suburbs from Reading, and it's um you know it's called Why a Missing Area, Sinking Spring Area is the is the name of the area. Um, the county itself, we live in in the county is Berks County, which is what Reading is is part of. And we have around 400,000 population in the whole county. So, you know, we're not densely populated. Uh, the city is densely populated, but the rest of the suburbs and rural areas are not. Uh, but we're, we're going through the same, same stuff you guys are going through. I mean, you and I have had conversations about this, that, you know, inventory is the issue. Um, the buyers are, are, are going into depression. And, uh, you know, it's, it's tough. I, I, being a buyer today is not fun. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, I shouldn't, I don't want to be doom and gloom. At the end of the day, yeah, you're going to get a house, but it's just going to take a little longer and it's not going to be the experience maybe that y- your, your parents had or, or your, your siblings had, you know, That's that is for sure.
0: Yeah. Definitely. You know, it's interesting you say that a lot of times you have buyers coming in with their parents' influence and, Hey, you see a house for sale and make an offer over here when the asking price is 250,000, they tell you to make an offer significant yeah. less. Yeah. Right. And then the buyers yeah. completely confused when they come to this market as to what actually is going on, right? And how they have to play the game and to get that house, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: It, it's so true, Dave. I, one of the things I say a lot, one of my one of things I say is, this is not your mom and dad's market. You know, you, you, you have to understand that markets change and sometimes they go into the buyer's favor, sometimes they don't, you know? And in this situation, it's not in the buyer's favor, really, so.
0: Um, in addition to that, so let's talk about, you service a, a handful of towns and counties, uh, I'm guessing mm-hmm. at least a few. Um, throw out some, if you don't mind. I'm not sure if you're in front of the computer on the MLS. You guys yeah. call it the MLS over there, also.
1: You got it, MLS. Yep.
0: So, if you were to take a town or a county you work in, let's go you and I back and forth. Let's just put a price range of 200 to $400,000. dollars. Let's say a three-bedroom, two-bath house, which is a fair reasonable what people are typically asking for, right? Mm-hmm. Give me an idea of a, ta- a county, please, that you would say how many houses are for sale right now, active.
1: Right now, in our county. And our county, like I said, is 400,000. Uh, we, we, our office is located pretty much in the center of the county, which is why I'm missing sinking spring area. Um, the whole county right now, we've got 446 listings. Wow. A normal market for us wow. is yeah exactly, uh, a normal market for us is you know is it used to be like fifteen hundred that would be like a normal market for us so we're very 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 low in inventory and and you know I don't know if that's going to change in time soon but yeah you know, I mean looking at we did the three to two to four hundred thousand dollar range for this county. Just before we went on live, and I think I said it was 64 listings, something like that, yep. between 200 and 400,000. And that's the meat right there. Really, it is. I mean, our average sale price, because of the city, any city usually brings down the average sale price a little bit. So, but between, I'd say the average in the area is like 180. My average sale price is around 240, 250, because I've been in the business for a while. A lot of my repeat customers tend to right. move up, up that scale. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 been, it's been tough. I mean, the, the competition and the inventory is extremely low.
0: So uh, with that being said, uh, I want to just kind of go over, over here, Electric, for example, the towns that we have that are very commonly work in, right? New Haven County. So if I was to say New Haven County, how many homes are for sale? Uh, and in New Haven County, you have 28 towns, right? 28 towns in New Haven County, and I put a price range of $204,000. I put a three bedrooms plus, that I means three plus bedrooms, two plus bathrooms. Right. There are only 209 homes for sale in 28 towns. That's, That's crazy. crazy. And I think
1: when, yeah, and that sounds pretty close to like if you take our county, there's probably, between 25 and 30 boroughs and townships. We have townships and we have boroughs. Yep. Um so if you if you add those all up, it's probably about the same thing. It sounds like we're we're kind of very parallel with the same amount of people, you know, and houses. So you you're in the same situation. I mean, it sounds like we're you know, gonna, it's uh I'm it sounds check. the same.
0: I'm going to jump over a couple more towns because these guys local over here need to know this. Yeah, just sure. First. Absolutely. We got Hartford County. Again, same criteria, four thousand three bedrooms plus, two baths plus, 247 homes. Hartford County has 48 towns. There's 48 wow. towns in Hartford County and wow. you have 247 homes. I mean, the math on that is just bananas. It's an average of two or three homes per, I mean, per town, right? Yeah. And yeah. the... Let's just go to Fairfield County. Again, Fairfield County typically gets a little higher price range, but I'll just keep the same criteria. 97 towns in Fairfield County. Fairfield County has 32 towns that make up Fairfield County. And then we have Middlesex County. We do a lot of work in. uh, In Middlesex County, between 200 and 400, we've got 61 homes for sale. That's 15 towns. So it's definitely something where – it's that's, absolutely- that's,
1: is that all price ranges you just said, or is that? What I just I,
0: I put a price range of two hundred to four hundred. So, I'm gonna actually going to increase. And it. is
1: that your median? That's in your median, or your median's in there?
0: Uh, that's a great question. Average? So I'm going to do middle six I'll go up a little higher. Let's just say we put over here three hundred to five hundred. That's a fair number. Seventy-eight homes. Uh, okay. If if I go up over here, let's say uh, uh, five hundred to seven hundred. 80, 81 homes. It's, it's not a lot of homes for sale in these price ranges, but the average buyer today, uh, yeah. I would say, is probably in the ballpark of, you know, your first-time buyers between 200 and 400. Your second-time buyers between, let's say, 350 and 500. And again, income levels, of course, change things. Yeah, Let me ask absolutely. you a question: uh, Homes that come on the market, and you have, you know, you list the house, right? And uh, yeah. let's say the price range is whatever. How many offers are you getting in
1: a house nowadays? Um, We talked about this. It's different. We, we, you know, obviously location has a lot to do with it. I'm sure. We still have locations that we're not getting, you know, 10, 12, 15 offers. We're getting two or three where it's always multiple. Let's put it that way. It doesn't matter where you live right now. It's multiple offers. Um, But I would say in, in our, in our area, in like the hot locations, I, I think you're probably looking at between, you know, four and eight offers. I mean, that's, Typically in that six range is like that average offer. And, and that gets complicated. I mean, you know that. I mean, do you guys do, we do um, offer spreadsheets. I mean, do you do that? You have a spreadsheet that makes it easier for you and for the, the, the um, sellers to take a look at it?
0: That's a great question. That's Sorry
1: why I asked it. That's why I asked that question. It. Yeah, it's, it's a great question.
0: question. Here's what I say was that York. a commercial
1: break there? Is that what that was? <laughs> I think I was, that was a commercial you know break.
0: Heather from a minute, wait a minute, <laughs> then
1: I'll do, you do yours first.
0: Heather from Creative Crafts uh, by Heather made these beautiful tumblers. We're going to do at the end of the show today, a live giveaway. It's going to be a beautiful spinning wheel with one of you is going to get a free one for me, and I'm excited to give it away. I get to spin the wheel. Jonathan. He never, gonna, just yes. so he
1: never put my name on the list just so you know. so it, yeah. I'm getting screwed. <laughs> on this thing.
0: I'm going to tell you that our average right now listing gets, and no exaggeration. In a three-day list timeline, if we leave it on the market for three days, which is yeah. average about one under contract, okay, you're probably talking a minimum of 10 offers, probably an average of 20 to 30 offers on every house, right? Wow. And when a buyer comes in, they don't understand the fact that that list price you see there, that's a starting point, right? And oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing the same situation if you guys are in yep. Pennsylvania as well. Yep. Um, we also can tell you that the average buyers, what kind of more, actually, let me ask you a question. What kind of lending mortgages, what do you see a lot of the, uh, offers being made, what kind of, uh, mortgages?
1: Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I, mostly the offers we're seeing, I mean, it's a shame, but F-A, there's nothing wrong with FHA. There's nothing wrong with VA.
0: Nothing but wrong today,
1: at all. I don't know about your market. They've become, you know, it's, it's, it's the lesser of the risk. I mean, it's, I should say it's more risk to do FHA, VA. The Amen. conventional is less risk and the least risk obviously is cash. Right. So it's a shame because, you know, FHA is a good way to buy a house. VA is great for our veterans. I always love seeing that because it gives back to the people that Absolutely. fought for our country. Amen. Um, but right now, man, conventional is, is key. Um, and um, so if, if you don't have the 5% down, it's going to be a little tough. How about Seller Assist? How's that working out for you guys?
0: <laughs> uh, seller Assist. <laughs> concessions. So, be, so, there is not an option for seller concessions. If you don't have the cash to put down in the house, it's a no option. You're just not even on the table. Um, realistically, there's no potential. Every buyer who's coming through is not only a conventional buyer, although I do love to see the VA and FHA buyers yeah. too, and I'm big on the military people. As a matter of fact, if you have a owner of a home who served our country, I will tell you that VA almost trumps everything. Uh, yeah. which oh, is a great absolutely. thing I agree. And, the, and, the, and the VA should definitely not ever be less. The buyer still has I to agree. put a money down as a deposit to hold the property, right? So it's not, even though they're putting no money down to buy the house per se, they definitely still have money to hold the house or, or sure. uh, if you will, like a uh, deposit, but definitely it's going to be leaning towards the uh, conventional purchase, the five to 10 to 15. As a matter of fact, we have yeah. conventional over here at 3% down, you guys have that
1: out there? Yeah, we have those. They tend to be, uh, income, uh, driven. Like, like if you make two, right. if you make over a certain amount, you, you, you don't qualify. Right. The other thing is too, is your credit's gotta be probably you know up and above 720. Right. uh score, you know, so your scores really become a, a big uh, part of that. Uh, but you know, it's, it's not as, it's not as prevalent. We do have them. It's not as prevalent. I mean, it's still basically conventional 5%.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'll i definitely agree with you on that. So buyers coming in, making offers, they need to make sure you have money in hand, you're ready to go, qualified with a lender, you actually have all your documents into that lender, because we mm. over here definitely will tell Absolutely. you every, every agent when an offer comes in, the first question is, not only qualified, but we call the lender up and say, hey, do you have all the documents in hand, right? W-2s, pay yep. those bank statements. And yep. if the lender doesn't have these things, you're not an option on the table, because you too much of a risk if you will they haven't got all your information yet um yeah you so. gotta do
1: stuff up up front you know i don't know about you i tell you know being prepared in this market as, as fast as this market moves being prepared is absolutely key because here's the problem if all of a sudden on a saturday night you showed them four homes and they didn't get that last thing in to get the pre-approval done and they don't have a pre-approval that could be the difference between them getting the property and not getting the property. It moves, we are moving so fast right now in this market. So you don't have time to be, Oh, collecting bank statements and things like that. You got to get it done upfront. I mean, that's, to me, it's just so important for buyers today.
0: You bring a good point up speaking about especially nights and weekends, the lenders you work with, uh, I'm guessing a lot of people don't go directly to the banks anymore. They go to a mortgage nope. broker. They have a cell phone number for them, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we go through this all the time. People will come in and say, Oh, I got pre-qualified from my, um, well, credit union and nothing against credit unions. They do not a great job for what they hey, do. Yeah. We love them. They're awesome. But the reality is this, our business is not a nine to five business. Okay. It's not a banker hours business. It is a, it is a business that especially right now where if I need to get somebody at seven o'clock at night to find out if this, if they can afford another $10,000 to win the offer, I have to be able to get in touch with those people. And if I can't, that once again could be the difference between getting the house and not getting the house. And that's what I tell my buyers. I don't care who you go to for real. Right. I, I don't care. I don't get anything out of it, but, that's right. but if you want to get the house, please listen to my advice. Cause I've seen people lose houses because of not doing that.
0: Going back to, uh, I've got a thing over here. I made some notes for myself to kind of go over with you over here. A seller gets an offer in, right? And uh, you're sitting down, they have several offers you know, they're stressed out because they want to take what the most expensive offer is that always the best offer to take conditions based on how much money they're putting down timelines. So why do your off? How do your sellers look at, you know, offers? What's their uh, motivating factors over there?
1: man, I'll tell you what, that is the $1 million question. It all comes down to what the, what you get. I mean, I think every time you get these multiple offers, you really got to, it's almost like doing CSI. You really got to dig, dig into every one of them. I mean, here's what usually happens. The the higher netting offers usually are the cream. They kind of come to the top, but then when you look at those, the cream that's on the top, you then have to go, okay, Here's the cream, but which one is really the best one? It's not always right. the price. A lot of times, it can be the settlement date. Does the person need a post possession? Does the, does the seller need to stay after settlement? You know, because they don't have anywhere to go yet. I mean, do you guys have that post post settlement possession?
0: So, let me just ask you, are you referring to the fact that you close in a house and the seller still stays in the house?
1: Yes, yes, and then okay. they pay rent back or whatever to stay. And a lot of times that happens because the buyer wants to settle because they want to lock their rate and get the rate that they want. And also that the, and then at that point it's all the, the process is done and it's just a matter of um the uh you know the seller being able to move out and then the buyer can move in. But the other things, the other things I'd look at, we were talking about this before, appraisal. You know, is your buyer gonna pay the difference between what it appraises for? Because, you know, they can offer a million dollars on a two hundred thousand dollar house, but if it only appraises for two hundred thousand, the million dollars doesn't mean anything. So what are they gonna pay? Difference of that appraisal. Are they gonna do twenty thousand? Are they gonna do fifteen thousand?
0: That's you know, uh- you know, Brad, that's a great conversation. Just brought up uh, as far as offers go, and buyers feeling willing to come to different at the table with cash, and that's another word. Cash is very important to have in the bank to be able to do that. Um, but I, I personally yes. have had it happen a couple of times where you know my buyers are making an offer fifty thousand over asking price, and the listing agent says to me, "Okay, listen, I have offers here that may be the same or less, but they guarantee you out of pocket what they're going to take for." The difference based on the appraisal price. Mm-hmm. Um it definitely plays a role in decisions from a seller. Um this def- it's so crazy and it's hard to explain to a buyer all these different moving parts because it's a lot to take in on a regular basis to just Here's to buy one for house. Day. Yes. Here's one
1: for you Dave how about how about um does it matter that you worked with a lender before, uh, you're the seller agent, you're the listing agent, you worked yes. with that lender the buyer's coming in with. Yes, they have a pre-approval, but you know the guy or the girl is not the best. And maybe they let something slip last time. Is that gonna affect your Your what you tell your seller? Or 100- what, how you consult your seller?
0: 100% it's gonna play a role. And for sure, I mean, gonna make a difference. If I'm selling somebody's house and a lender came to the, there are certain lenders, I'm going to be honest with you, that if a buyer comes through with a pre-approval from certain places, yep. it's an automatic eh, red flag. Yeah. And, well, I you mean, just tell the
1: seller, this, 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 there's no integrity here. This is probably not going to work. I've dealt with them before, and, it, and it's not, they don't check the things the way they're supposed to. They write, they write out pre-approvals like they're um, you know, uh, love notes or something. You know, I don't know. But uh, that, that's so true. And the other thing I was thinking about, uh, what was I thinking? I just lost the thought. Ah, keep going.
0: <laughs> well, no, no, it's a, it's a very good point you make. Definitely a lender that's well known to the area that people, uh, oh, the so- agent. What about the agent, Dave?
1: Right. What, what if the agent is somebody you dealt with before that's, that has no integrity or, or was horrible with communicating throughout the last, the process on a deal you just had. How's makes, that, doesn't that make some decision-making for you and for abs- the seller?
0: Absolutely. If you've dealt with somebody before that you can say, listen, you know, I've worked with this realtor. And fortunately they're not, uh, And a a, a agent, if you will, that has number one, their communication skills, the knowledge of how to make sure their client's approved and B, they tend to draw a lot of drama into the transaction. Yeah. That's why I tell people all the time, it's very important for you to research your agents, read reviews about them, see what people say. Absolutely. You know, it's only the most expensive thing they're buying or selling. When the people go to list a house, how many times you go and you see a house being sold by an agent and you look at the photos and you're like, I can't believe the person actually hired this person and doesn't even check they don't check their own property for sale
1: yep. you know yeah i i agree with you 100% i mean we take our business very serious you and i i think that's why we get along so well Absolutely. It's, it's it's kind of funny um but yeah it is amazing when when you know this, this is the biggest investment you're either going to sell or buy so why would you not take it serious and really look into the bios and the and the, the past customer opinions are your best um, resource. way to find your agent resource, hey, resource, because, you know, you, I can sit here to i blue in the face, tell you how great I am. I can write up a bio. That's amazing. I can have marketing that is done by a professional graphic artist. But the reality is that does not make me a good realtor that gets my name out. That helps me. But the reality is what my clients say about me after I've done the job that I'm supposed to be doing, that's the proof in the pudding.
0: Do you know, we're also having a sur- a surge of new agents or people going. Oh, I'm gonna get my real estate license. I'm gonna get my real estate oh, yeah. license. They see this market as this great market. It's not a market for great for agents to keep coming into. There's not enough inventory. Yeah, I think and- that people are delusional or completely mis- dismayed or confused yeah. as to what's going in the market from a real estate agent point of view. You know what I mean? You have the more agents coming in, it's diluting what properties are available for sale, right? Let's be honest. Um, yep. Right now, uh, I, I hate to say this, but if you're looking to get your real estate license, this is not the time to do it. Uh, coming into this business right now is very difficult. Um, and especially if you're not with a team or some group of people that are going to be there for you to help and support you. Like, I know you have a team over there of mm-hmm. top-end professionals. So when someone comes to your office and comes to your team... I know that they've got not only coaching involved, but they've got a network of business coming in, right? Absolutely, yeah.
1: And and Uh, I think what you just did there is exactly what what we try to do when there's somebody new coming in. What you did there is you built the expectation. So the problem is, is that people see us drive nice cars. They see us, you know, driving around. You know, we get to go to the gym at nine instead of five a.m. You know, those kind of things, and they think, wow, and look at this—they're driving a Mercedes or a BMW or whatever it is. So this has got to be easy. And a lot of people look at me and go, hell, if Brad can do it, anybody can do this. I mean, for real, you know. So that's that's a lot of you know. So they look at that, but here is the thing: is that as long as they know that it's not as easy as it appears to be. And they also need to know, I tell people this all the time, you need to have eight months to almost a year of what it takes for you to live in savings.
0: 100% correct. Right? That's a you can, point. And if you can
1: check all those boxes and this is the career you want, go for it. But you just can't come in here thinking you're getting a paycheck in 30 days because it's oh, probably yeah. almost never gonna
0: happen. Especially with the lack of inventory. I mean, oh, exactly. Right? I mean, how- Listings how, are
1: the hard thing to get.
0: They are the hard thing to get. It, yep. And it's something that, again, if you're selling your house, you want somebody with experience, you want somebody with marketing, you want somebody with, look at what they're doing, photos, video. I'm not sure what the things are in you know Pennsylvania, what kind of, yeah. I'm assuming it's the same as we are over here. Same.
1: Everything you say is pretty much the same. Right,
0: and and I have to say that again, it's all about presentation. It's pricing your house correctly. You mm-hmm. don't want to price your house above because the market is hot. You want to price your house at the right price. And then what happens is everybody knows it's the right price to go to.
1: Um,
0: yeah, we're talking about a lot of great things over here. Um, I definitely need to cut for a moment back. We're running out of time over here, Brad, and yeah, I apologize. Right. Uh, no,
1: that's right. uh, I want to bring hey,
0: you back on the show and having a great time with you talking about real estate.
1: Absolutely. I'm, I'll be on any time and I'll have to have you back on again. I had you on uh, probably when I first started doing my podcast and it was, a, it was a great time. I'd love to have you come back on again too. We can talk about different things and we can share podcasts back and forth on our pages.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I would love that very much. So what I do want to do is I want to go for a second to uh, look at you, the people who have subscribed to our team uh, YouTube page. And I want to, again, remind people to go to YouTube, subscribe, Team Powerhouse, the Powercast. Um, By doing so, you're going to be in the running for a new and beautiful Tumblr. And I say new because it's not used. (laughs) He's
1: not going to give you his, right? (laughs)
0: He's not going to give you mine. And, you know, this beautiful tumbler, it's great for lots of beverages that you may have chosen to drink on or off the air. And what I'm going to tell you is that we're going to do a spinning wheel. Jonathan's going to help me out over here. Uh, you're going to see it live. Uh, so if you have subscribed, if you've been chit-chatting, asking us questions, uh, we're going to hit the spinning wheel now. And let's see where our lucky winner is, Jonathan. So right now we have pretty everybody who's subscribed that, week that has commented on a video or has commented on a Facebook live here. Cool. Yeah. Oh, one more thing i'm sorry yeah one more thing go ahead please also follow us on tiktok if you have tiktok oh yes we need tiktok followers right? for sure tiktok followers team powerhouse sells go to our tiktok page please follow like uh we're gonna be showing you new videos of properties coming into the market uh hot videos things that are very exciting for you to see please like and share those instagram etc cetera, etc cetera. um all right we should spin the wheel now all right jonathan let's go let's go, go. Like, Who's our lucky winner, July 13th?
1: I feel like I'm at a carnival.
0: Kelly Elaine All Faircloth. All right, Kelly. Good Kelly. to go, Kelly. Awesome, Kelly, oh. you are our winner, so we are going to be in touch with you shortly. I am so excited uh, for you, Kelly. Yes. You are gonna love this. Someone tag Kelly in the comments. Just, uh, she's a winner. Kelly, if you're watching live, which I hope you are, I know the kids were not doing so well recently, and uh, hopefully they're doing better. I want to thank you and your husband very much for being amazing customers and clients and always uh, supporting our team. Looking forward to sending you your Tumblr, and I'll be in touch with you soon. Everybody, thank you so much for watching live with Brad Wiseman, Platinum Realty, Keller Williams in Pennsylvania, yeah. uh, and uh, you are awesome, my friend, and I so, want to thank you so much for being here.
1: You're welcome. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. Thank you every very much, and we'll talk to you soon. Have a good night.